4: Welcome back, guys. 205 DGS. Tell you what, let's just make this an open phone segment. We have a couple people calling in. Uh, You can call in, you can talk about Donald Trump and, and look, I think you guys know me pretty well now. I have my own opinions. I have my own values, but I'm open minded. I'll listen to you. Uh, if you would like to tell me why I'm wrong about Trump, give me a call. 314 436 7900 895 1120. If you'd like to call uh, to tell me why I'm right about Trump, you want to talk about something other than Donald Trump, uh, please do. It can be politics. It can be the Cardinals. Let's, let's just open it up. We'll just do that for a while. Uh, again, 314 436 7900 895 1120. Chris calling in from Collinsville. Chris, go right ahead. You're on the air.
5: Hey, Dave. Hey. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I'm 48 years old. I will be in April, and I remember every presidential election since 84. Reagan against, running against Mondale. And I remember as a kid and growing up, what you see in the yards are, you know, vote for Reagan, vote for Bush, Clinton, Obama, etc., etc. Ever since Trump has ran for office back in 16, there's so much negativity and everybody's like, well, he says what he thinks and things that needed to be said. Well, yeah, he's called people names. He's, you know, just picked on fellow candidates who are really going for the same thing. He is, but he resorts to name calling. And back in 22, I was coming back from Kansas city and I got stuck behind that freedom train, if you remember that. Yeah. And on an overpass, there's three clowns, one holding an American flag and the other two holding a flag that was probably 20 foot wide that said F Biden. And we never had that before. Before we had normal debates we where they, they debated policy and they talked about what they're going to do. Now it's just a complete bitch session. And it's like People don't see what he's done to this country. Yeah, he's had some good policies. I'll give you that. But why are we acting like this towards each other? I mean, I remember after Hillary and and Trump, when they ran against each other in 16, you could have a discussion at Thanksgiving table if the if you voted the opposite person. There's no more discussion because it just resorts to name-calling and this childish act, and he's just a big man-child.
4: Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. uh. Um- I agree with you I think uh, channeling my friends who are big Donald Trump fans I think what they would say in response would be uh, toughen up Buttercup uh, it used to be in the old days of the swamp the left and the right were in cahoots together and they would you know stake out uh, positions just left of center positions just right of center but they're all in business to get rich. And that Donald Trump came in like Jesus with the money lenders and turned over the tables and he's shining light uh, on the darkness and we're getting rid of of these swamp creatures. And and people can't take his toughness. They can't take him telling it like it is. Uh, I think that's what they would say. I disagree. Uh, His name calling and uh, childishness, I think, is below the office. Uh, I've said, I think I, I think i realize I'm sort of an institutionalist. I think I, I did like it when people were left of center or right of center, but they weren't way off the reservation. I can own that. I like the security of that. I liked the predictability of that. I liked the congeniality of that. I don't doubt that uh, things were happening behind the scenes that I didn't know about that had I known about them, I probably wouldn't have liked, but I liked the way things ran. I liked the relative fairness and kindness of the way we treated each other. Uh, I miss the days of being able to do the think tank uh, or take phone calls and argue about policy and fairly subtle differences between policy. And now it's just, uh, you know, (laughs) The Crips and the Bloods or, you know, the Cubs or the Cardinals, whatever you want to use. It, it's just if you wear that color shirt, you're you're my sworn enemy. I understand why it's fun. I understand why it's attractive. I understand why it it uh, you'll never go broke uh, appealing to the the baser instincts of humans. We, I've seen that on radio. I've never been a shock jock, uh, but shock jocks do very well. You see that in sports. Wheels, there are very few people out there who talk about sports, X's and O's. They scream at each other. They call each other names. Oh, yeah,
6: the ones that make the most money are the hot takes.
4: That's where we've come. Some people love that. Some people think it's great. We're finally getting down to the nitty gritty. We're finally being honest. I'm just one of those people who don't like it. it doesn't appeal to me. Uh, Fred has a good question. Fred calling from Ladue. Fred, go right ahead.
5: Hey, uh, question. Um... And I'm going to hang up as soon as I make my uh, my statement here. Are you better off economically, safety-wise, in the last three, three and a half years since Joe's been in office? And that's all I've got to say. I just want to hear, hear your response.
4: Thanks, Fred. Um, me, personally, uh, my finances are about the same. But I'm not your average person. Uh, I'm an entertainer that, that does contracts And so I'm still in demand and my contracts, I'm making more money now than I ever have. I'm making more money under Joe Biden than I was under Donald Trump, but I don't think it has anything to do with either one of them. When I go grocery shopping, I don't like how expensive things are. I don't know whether Joe Biden's to blame for that or not. I can tell you uh, in all candor that I think uh, Joe Biden has really screwed up the border Uh, I think the border was better under Donald Trump. I don't think that Donald Trump was policy-wise and every day of his presidency a complete failure. I don't think that. I think that there were things that he did that uh, my uh, 401k looked better. There are things that he did that I thought were better for the country. I'm not a liberal. I think I'm a— Kind hearted conservative. But conservative means something different than it used to. And so I don't even want to label myself as even a kind hearted conservative because now conservative means you kiss the ring of Donald Trump. I'm someone who appreciates fiscal responsibility. I'm someone who doesn't like many social programs. I'm someone who cares about less fortunate people. I'm someone who tends to be very welcoming uh, of everybody. Uh, I don't think I'm racist. I don't think I'm xenophobic or genocidal. Uh, I don't think I'm particularly mean. I, I care more about people than I do corporations. But I think that the left is a little pie in the sky. I think they're a little bit like teenagers, you know, thinking that they can run things better than the parents. So yeah, I would tend to probably vote for Nikki Haley or even goofball Ron DeSantis over Biden, even if Biden were twenty years younger, because I like the security, I like the grown up-edness of the Republican Party, what they've always been. If you, if you could take Reagan and Bill Clinton minus the Oval Office and smush them together, eh, that looks pretty good to me, right? Donald Trump to me, I just I just feel like I see him and uh, how easily poked he is, how easily, how predictable he is. You like him, he likes you. you. You disagree with him, he hates you. It's all scorched earth. And calling people names, I, again, personally, I just think that's below the office. If Clinton did it or Biden did it, Or someone who's 20 years old right now, and in 25 years, they're doing it. It's not my style. It's not my cup of tea. Uh, I don't like the WWE. Not saying there's anything wrong with it. I just don't like it. Uh, I don't like insult comics. Nothing wrong with it. I just don't like it. Uh, And so for a, a president to behave that way, I don't like it. That's not to say. Everything he did was a disaster. It's not to say that there weren't things. And I don't blame Donald Trump for covid covid just kind of came out of nowhere. As far as I could tell, people made their best. Let's shut it down. Let's not shut it down. Let's vaccinate. Let's not vaccinate. Um, That was a tough one. I can give any president a pass on, hey, you did your best. It worked out the way it did. It's just the, the, the top 20, 30% of the craziness and the WWE-idness of it, the TMZ-idness of it. I don't like that. Uh, I don't think the election was stolen. I'm an evidence guy. You know, you can take the the boy out of Washu but you can't take the Washu out of the boy. I'm still evidence based. What's your evidence? What's your evidence for God? What's your evidence for Bigfoot? What's your evidence for a stolen election? And if you don't have it, then stop saying it. And if you have it, show me. But if you don't, don't be the first president to to refuse to leave. Don't hold a rally at all. On the day that the guy who beat you in the election is going to be have the votes ratified by the Senate. Uh, Those seem like pretty simple things to me and they seem like reasonable things to me and to believe them, to hold those opinions I don't have to twist myself into a pretzel. I don't have to adhere to conspiracy theories. Well, if you only knew this or if you just read QAnon, you'd understand. I can look at the facts and the evidence and support everything I'm saying. And as soon as I have to go conspiracy, I'm out. Whether it's Donald Trump or Joe Biden or anybody else. So, yeah. So uh, personally, the last during Biden, my financial situation had not changed much. Uh, But I understand I go to the grocery store, too, and I don't know how people uh, making an average wage uh, can live. Is some of that Joe Biden's fault? I'm sure it is. Uh, Guys, before I go back to the phones, comment on that.
6: There, there are a couple of things that stand out to me that are frustrating. And one is that if you criticize one candidate, in this case, if you tr- criticize Trump, it is then assumed that you are now team Biden, which is not true. My belief is that we should all be harsh and all be critical of every president all the time. Mm-hmm. We should not be fans of politicians. Yes, I
4: agree with that. We,
6: we should look at Biden and we should be critical all the time. Because criticism and and paying attention to the problems is the only way we can fix the problems. I feel like I, I every president in my lifetime, I'm trying to at least at some point, but I know a few for sure have lost me because they lied to me. Bill Clinton lied to us, and that's when he lost me. Because he did this whole, it depends on what the definition of the word is. is. You're lying to me. It's blatant. I know it. I don't trust you anymore. The George W. Bush people, they, they lied about Iraq. They knew they didn't have what they needed to go. They wanted to go for their own reasons. And they did it. And how many thousands and thousands of lives are lost and ruined? That's just American lives, not to mention Iraqi lives. They lied to me. He lost me. Biden has not—I I don't know if I would call it direct lies, but certainly lies of omission, things like that. He's lost me. Donald Trump loses me when he acts like he won the election. He did not. We, we as human beings, we as Americans, we need to be harder on the people we vote for than on the other side. But we never are. This is not the Cardinals. This is not a sport. You're not supposed to be a fan of people that are supposed to be serving your interest. Mm -hmm. And if you think the policies are serving your interest, some of them do. I I don't mind tax cuts. I don't like that mine will expire. And those for super wealthy people don't. Why is that? Why do mine have to expire? I don't care who the president is. If you're going to pass a tax cut, why is it that the guy that's making... You know, those of us that are somewhere in the middle. Why do we, before we take a break, always have to make up for the big boys? Can I piggyback on something you just said?
4: I'm sure someone can prove me wrong. My instinct, my gut, is that no president in recent memory has really had the middle class in mind, because I think all of them, at some level and at some point have to answer to the masters who have the money. Who pay their bills, yeah. And I think the middle class is always going to get screwed. You can, you can look at the Democrats and roll up their blue collar sleeves and we're going to get down to it. I think they're still answering to the money. And uh, the Republicans, I'm doing better financially than I ever dreamed I would. I should be a dyed-in-the-wool Republican. But... I don't care about money that much. (laughs) I like it better than not having money because I've had both and I want to be secure, but I'm not willing to sell my soul and I'm not willing to worship someone who I don't think is even worthy of a handshake on either side. But I'm different that way.
6: Uh, Oh, I thought of the thing that bothered me. I was trying to go through every president. The one that the thing that bothered me about Obama was that a lot of the drone strikes and the inability to get out of Iraq and Afghanistan as promised during campaigns. Now do Coolidge. Like, like those, no, I'm just talking about my <laughs> lifetime. Like, they all lose me at some point. And it's not policy that loses me. It's always this I'm going to tell you something, and then it ends up not being yeah. true. And then I pretend I didn't tell you that thing.
4: The, mm. the, uh, I hate to use the word elites because it's such a triggering word now, but rich people don't get rich without the middle class. Mm. Every meal I ate, was put on the table by a union carpenter, Jack Glover, fought World War II, 17 years old, worked, climbed scaffolds every day, uh, very middle class, lived like he was poor, you know, always lived with below their means. Uh, and so I have very working class uh, sensibilities. I'm very uncomfortable with upper class. But I don't believe Trump, when he says he's for the middle class, I don't believe Biden when he says he's for the middle class. Nope. Uh, Someone in the future is going to have to really convince me of that. But so far, I just think they're saying it because that's that's what you say. Uh, Steve, Tom, Dennis, Steve, if you hold on, I promise all of you are going to get on the air. Uh, once again, bad clock management. I'm glad I don't get paid. Basically.
0: Why?
1: Why? If you Why? have T Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours.
0: Why? Why?
1: Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox internet with two times faster download speeds than T Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay.
6: On
4: that. All right, I've been talking too much. Tom from Kirkwood, Tom, go right ahead. You're on the air.
7: Uh, I'm not from Kirkwood. <laughs> you that's, can still talk. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm a Navy veteran, and my dad was a World War II veteran from uh, D-Day on that he really never got over. Mm-hmm. But what lost me with Trump is when. Uh, he was disrespecting John McCain, calling him a, a loser because he got captured. Spent four or five years in a Hanoi prison. When uh, when Trump probably paid doctors to say he had bone spurs to get him out of the trail. I would like to say to this face, you are a POS. I, I just think that's... I I can't believe more people haven't been upset about it.
4: Thank you, Tom. Yeah, Tom. Thank you for your service. I appreciate that.
8: Mm.
6: I wish things were different. (laughs) Why can't we just be like all of us? Not us here, and not us callers, and came like all of us. Why can't all of us just be normal? I gave
4: you guys an analogy on the break that I can't give on KmWax Airways. <laughs> <Yeah>, try it. <laughs> but it was right. But the, it the, was right. the gist of it is it's going to be tough to get them back on the farm, you know. Once we've seen this style of politics, normal politics is boring. Mm-hmm. It is. This kind of, look, this kind of stuff, the for my career, I want another 10 years. The best thing that could happen to me is Donald Trump gets reelected as a radio show host. It's far more interesting if he's reelected, uh, but I would give that up if we could get back to normalcy. If you could convince me, convince me, he's going to be different this time. It's going to be all business, none of the shenanigans. I don't think you convince me.
2: Leading ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month, featuring Kelsey Ballerini.
4: 238 DGS on I, I, You know, we're going to start doing this. I love the open phone thing. Uh, I kind of cut my teeth on it, and we don't do it as much as we should here because I'm afraid you guys won't call. Uh, But you're calling, so we're going to continue to take your phone calls. Rach is in Japan. Uh and so we've had friends coming in. Uh Trisha Everding from down the hall was with us yesterday. Trish Gazelle was supposed to be here today, but we had kind of a technical meltdown. So she's taking care of her KZK stuff. Trisha came back. Thank you very much. Thank
0: you for having Appreciate me. Appreciate
4: that. Yep. Uh let's uh let's make good on our promises and take these phone calls. Uh Judy, uh well, I keep saying they're from XYZ. I think that's just where their phone company's from. It's just oh, yeah, yeah, it's the kind the of phone, a, it's ID, kind of yeah. A, yeah. yeah I well, hate a phone to throw ID them kind off like thing. that. So, uh, Judy, online too. Uh, welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi.
0: Um, yes, I'm calling in because over the period of time, I think that um, my assessment of Trump is that he is a 77 year old, five year old, petulant child whose dad's money got him out of a lot of trouble and allowed him to be the bully in the class. And he's still the bully in the room.
4: I see that. I see it your way. Uh, I have very good friends who are very, very smart who don't see it that way. Judy, why do you think other people see him so differently than you and I?
0: Well, first of all, if you just look around, if you pick 20 people in the whole wide world that you know, how many of them would have a five-year-old behavior? And if it was my five-year-old, he'd be in the corner. And um, and the thing is, he's got his money. Has probably been able to provide him to be a threat or an or a um, assumed threat. And he's like the cat class clown. You know, he calls people by name and looks around and expects other people to laugh. And if you don't laugh, then you're going to get picked out. (laughs) And so then and then he thinks that because you laughed then I can keep being funny. And uh, he's, um, if he was a mature, serious person, he wouldn't have 6,000 other lawsuits going on right now.
4: Thank you, Judy. Uh, Steve, I think, disagrees. Steve, thanks for holding on through the break. I appreciate it. Go ahead.
7: Yeah, I don't, I don't get this at all. The only thing that matters to the president of the United States, in my opinion, is four things. Defense, economy, defense, and economy. Why do people think that the president of the United States is their buddy, that they're going to have over for dinner and, and, and teach morals to their children? That's your job. What, what, what Biden has done to the economy and what Biden has done to our defense, where countries are moving into other countries, get ready for China going into Taiwan. We are viewed as being weak. And why these people need to go to a quiet place because their president is not sweet and kind do a little research I've read I've read practically every presidential book on on, on a on president's lives the great majority of these people are womanizers they're dishonest and they're corrupt outside of Jimmy Carter and the bushes there's really you can find a lot of a lot of skeletons in the closet. So do I like Trump as a human being? No, he's a cad. However, the guy that we got in there right now is an absolute disaster. The worst president of my 60 years of being on this planet. And anybody that would vote for him because they don't like Trump's tone doesn't care about their country. We're, we're, we're teetering on, on disaster here. And I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a world, world is coming to the end t- type of guy usually. The real difference is Democrats want to take hard earned money from other people, and they want to give it to people that don't want to work. They want to give it to people that don't want to get off the couch. And I've got a real problem with that, and I'm so sick and tired of liberals saying, well, I really care about people, and I, I just care. Well, I care about people, too, and you might be surprised to find out that probably the, major- the greater majority of people that are charitable are Republican. I have no problem taking my heart and money and giving it to somebody in a wheelchair or somebody that has cancer or somebody in need. I have a real problem with someone wants to sit on the couch eat Funyuns all day and, and do nothing but complain and ask for a handout. This, this country, these people that got to run to their quiet place and they don't like the way Trump talks, they don't like his tone, grow up.
6: Wheels. It, all right, so I'm going to ask you two questions because I, don't, I, I kind of agree with you on the personality things. We shouldn't care about whether they're nice or not or anything like that. What about consistently telling a lie about an election? Is that not a deal breaker? If I
7: and that's a good question. I wish these people were more like that. I understand that the reason why. I, can't, well, no, I mean, he, he I is will.
6: flat out saying, "I had it stolen from me," but has provided no evidence. Does that not outweigh? Po- Are there not other people who could do the same policy things without that thing? Forget the meanness and the crudeness and all of that. Because I, I would agree with you on that. We shouldn't worry as much about that.
7: I think of the Trump, the point that Trump, Trump's Brian to made, and again, I don't like Trump as a human being. I would not want him going out with my daughter. I would not want him going out with my sister. All that being said, I think there is a general belief. I don't think that's the case. I think he, he lost in a very weird situation with COVID. I think the problem that a lot of Republicans have is that you're going to get people, you're loading them into buses, you're making sure they make it to the polls, you're, you're soliciting them through the mail, you're doing everything possible to solicit people that are lazy by nature and I, you know the one point i want to make but you're not answering my off,
6: question you 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 you, you know that he's he's that that's not true you're admitting that it's not true but you think that it's okay to undermine an election no because because well no but you you're accepting that if you're saying i'm going to vote for him anyway or he's still no, the well, best let me, candidate.
7: Let, me let, let me make a comparison george h bush when he said no new taxes I, I, he didn't lose me on that. I mean, he didn't lose me because I think that was his sincere intent. Sure. Now, all that being said, Donald Trump is a scumbag. I get that. However, I, he, <laughs> let's put it this way. I'm not happy I'm going to be dancing with the devil with this guy. I, mean, I, <laughs> believe, I cannot believe that Trump would be our president. I think the general So there's thing no is, line, though.
6: There's no line that if, no matter what somebody does, if they're about security— and the economy there is no line in the sand that they can cross that will that will be a disqualifier
7: outside of you know raping people in the streets and killing unborn people. oh in know. the streets uh, I, mean, uh, I mean i mean uh, yeah I, I i understand what you're saying and i and I, and unfortunately from what i've read and what i've seen so many of these people are so corrupt and so many of them have so they just lie well i for instance thought bill clinton was a good president and he was probably the most dishonest comeback yeah, ever to be in ar i mean yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, one general point that bothers me, and I appreciate you for letting me stay on, but this really bothers me. Yeah. And you tell me where I'm wrong. What bothers me about Democrats is they run on whatever gets them the votes. When, when, and I see it every year. Whenever the election comes around, you see Jimmy Carter, you see uh, Bill Clinton, you see uh, Bill uh, Joe Biden dancing at the at Martin Luther King Boulevard Baptist Church, jumping up and down, trying to get the votes, and then they disappear. It's the same thing as the midterm election. They ran on abortion. They friggin' ran on abortion to get elected because they'll do anything to get elected. That's my problem with Democrats.
6: How is that any different than what you're describing with Republicans? I mean, I think both parties are guilty of that exact same thing. They dug in and
7: basically, the majority of them are pro-life. They recognize how disgusting. No, I understand, but you're always
6: going to find the ways to motivate the people you want to vote for you to vote for you. I mean, Donald Trump's doing the same thing, and that's logical. I mean, that's, of course, what they're going to do.
4: Let me answer Steve directly. Uh, The difference between me and Steve is that the uh, continuing lie about the stolen election, The you know, that, to me, Donald Trump threw a temper tantrum, uh, t- the, the world's worst loser. And I'm sure that every president in the history of our country who lost an election uh, was pissed and, and w- didn't want to leave. But he's the first to throw a tantrum and get other people to do his dirty work so that he could stay in. That's a bridge too far for me. I don't like Joe Biden. I think even if he still had his fastball, I don't like him. I don't like his policies. I agree with you uh, a lot about there's a difference between I'm going to give money to someone and I'm going to uh, use giving money to people as a way to get elected. I'm down with that. And I've said very openly that if it were anyone but Trump, as much as I think DeSantis is a goober, uh, I wouldn't want to have. A beer with him. If he was on my softball team, he'd be in right field, batting last. But I would rather have him than Joe Biden. Uh, Trump and what he did with the, the stolen election and January 6th and the whole thing, that's a bridge too far for me. It's not a bridge too far for Steve uh, or for Matt, who called in earlier. Uh, that's, th- those are the big differences. Conversations like this are good. Yeah. This, one, this is one of the best conversations I've heard on radio or television because we're listening to each other we're disagreeing, and it's not just a bunch of hyperbole. Yeah. When we come back, I'm going to give the analogy that I gave to these guys. Oh, on KMOX radio. We're going to break people's necks when we go from this to uh, Dr. Jeff Meldrum talking about Bigfoot at Let's the, go. the top of the 3 o'clock hour. Uh, Trisha, you've been great.
3: Thank you. Thank this you for is being really here. really good. Yeah, You can really sit good. here and watch <laughs> us do all this. Know, radio magic. Uh,
4: here's the analogy I gave the guys a couple breaks ago.
6: Uh, although, you, you have to give me credit. I painted quite a picture. You uh, probably have to. Use some muted tones in that picture for this. Here's
4: my analogy. And this is not a Donald Trump thing. This is a since 2000 or so when we had 24 hour news cycle and Fox News dug its foxhole, no pun, and MSNBC and CNN dug their foxhole and then social media and, and what's going on. So, uh, believe it or not, brothels still exist, and so if you go to a brothel or a sex worker, no offense to sex workers, wear what you dig, do what you need to do, but if you go to a professional, man or woman, and they will do anything you want them to do, so long as you pay them. And you become addicted to this and you're going once a week and you just anything you want, they're going to do. And it's so exciting. And uh, but then you uh, you say, OK, enough of that. Uh, I want to settle down. And you go and you start dating a man or a woman who's not a sex worker. Uh, they're just ignore me. There's going to be a difference. Right. Uh, But you're ready to settle down. You want someone who you can marry and have kids with and face life's challenges with. My fear is that politically and and the level of discourse that we've had. And and look, I started in 2000. And so I can track this throughout my radio career and I've watched it happen. We have all been living in a brothel. On both sides, it's anything you want, anytime you want it, as long as you were willing to pay for it by listening to this radio show or watching this television show. I'm afraid that we're never going to be able to get back to normal discourse where we just kind of boringly disagree about policy or how much should we spend on taxes and how much should we spend on entitlements. That's going to seem so dull. You feel me on that?
3: Yeah, I do. And I I think to your point, I think everybody's looking for confirmation bias in every single source they go to. So it's really hard to be in the middle or try to have conversations that elevate or like to drive a narrative because everybody wants to hear what they are already thinking. They want that inner monologue validated.
4: Yeah. And that's what our media has become. Mm -hmm. Let's face it. It is well,
6: especially social media
4: delivering to people. Wheels, one more. I wanted to give you a chance to flesh it out. I thought what you said at the break was great because you were fighting with people about Trump. Right. You were saying, I wish people had the same passion for Biden. So I could fight with them, too. Because I would fight with them, too. Yeah. But no one does.
6: No. I mean, that's telling in a number of ways. Right. Uh, one, I like to fight Two, uh, there's not much fandom for the current president of the United States. But also, I think that's the job. That's what we all should. Uh, every person should be looking to criticize all people in power. All people in power. Governors, senators, House of Representatives, presidents. But we become fans. And when you're a fan of something, you lose the ability to critique it. You lose the ability to evaluate it. And I know that I'm the weirdo. I don't have a team. I don't care whether it's a Republican or a Democrat. Neither of the policy, neither of the platforms of either party – fit me. So what I want them to do is be somewhat efficient and be consistent and honest. Where do you find any of those three things in the current political atmosphere?
4: If there are people out there who fit your description, they're not going to make it into the spotlight.
6: Right. And that's what I wish it was. I wish it was all, we want to hold our own people more accountable than we worry about the other party. Cause if you get the best of your best, that's when you're going to have success with policies. Love it. Tricia, thank you.
4: Appreciate thank you. it.